0: Is fantasy football today from CBS Sports. Here we go. Email us at fantasyfootball at CBSI.com. Here we go. Let's hit the waiver wire. Let's go! Now here's
1: some
2: combination of Adam, Dave, Jamie, and T. And we are into the playoffs. Welcome to week 14. If you made it this far, congratulations. If you did it and you're still listening, well then you are our favorite type of listener. Good for you. We got the full band here, Adam Heath. Dave, Jamie, we're going to give you waiver wire priorities at each position. We're going to go through it, you know, a little bit more in depth later in the show, and we will help you with week 15, maybe a little bit of week 16 as well. Well, how's it going, guys? Feeling good now as we're into the playoffs? Still got a lot of teams
0: going. Yeah. All right. It is the best the best time of the year. It's
3: also so much anxiety. <laughs> it's not the best time of the year. The best time of the year is draft season. But this might be the second best time of the year because there are chances to win trophies, kick butt, and be the envy of all your friends. I don't know. If
0: you're one of those guys that plays in leagues where there might be some financial considerations. Wait, what what what? Draft season costs me money. Playoff season makes me money. Unless I think I like you, playoff season better. Unless you lose in playoff season. And the way we run can't some people, lose some people in, run can't things. Draft Nobody pays until the playoffs anyway. Right,
2: that's true. Never a good thing. <laughs> Never a good thing. It's also the most wonderful time of the year. It's holiday time. That's that's good stuff. Everybody's in a good mood now. It's December. Great month. Big football games coming up. Big fantasy football games. Let's get you to the big news. We'll also recap Sunday night and Monday night. We got uh, Gio Bernard becoming relevant now. as Joe Mixon left with a concussion? We don't know the extent of it, but obviously it's always scary. Uh, crazy game last night. We'll talk about that. But Rob Gronkowski is suspended for one game. He's going to appeal it. Do you have any interest, Jamie, in picking up Dwayne Allen for a Monday night matchup at Miami? No. And do you drop Tom Brady in your rankings at all? No. All right. Thank you, Jamie. Tennessee hopes to get Rashard uh should we we should drop Rob Gronkowski, right, Jamie? No. Okay, drop just wanted, Rob Gronkowski. just wanted to get him to say no one more time. Tennessee don't drop Rob Gronkowski. Tennessee hopes to get Richard Matthews back this week. Uh we'll talk about him a little bit later. He does have Arizona on the road. Zach Ertz left with a concussion. Are we planning on seeing Zach Ertz this week? Do we know anything?
3: No, not as of now. Got to see him get through the protocol. He's got a week to do it. The Eagles are staying out in Los Angeles before their game against the Rams. Oh, nice. And it it makes it really messy because if Ertz is out, Trey Burton is a nice
0: option for the Ertz owner, for the Gronk owner, for for all the people that have problems, the Vernon Davis owner. But you're probably going to have to make a waiver claim on him and he may not play.
2: He he, he Burton may not play. I mean, well, Burton uh, may not Ertz be a factor might, Ertz right, may Ertz play. Ertz might play. Right. Um yeah, Burton caught a touchdown against the Broncos in week nine with Ertz out, and he was okay last week at Seattle. Um Alex Collins dealing with migraines, is this a big deal, guys? He's got a Sunday night game at Pittsburgh. Do we know?
1: Uh not a big deal yet, but I mean we saw Sterling Shepard miss two games with the migraine issue.
2: Are you planning on starting Alex Collins at Pittsburgh? Yeah,
1: especially when she's you Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. He's top-ten guy.
2: Definitely made a difference. Uh Do you expect Matthew Stafford this week? Nope. Not yet. All Rudolph right.
0: time. I sure hope so. I All sure right. hope so. If we've got Rudolph and Peterman starting, woof.
2: <laughs> yeah, against good matchups, too, you know? Stafford's at Tampa Bay, and and Tyrod Taylor, in theory, would be uh, facing Indianapolis, and he's got a potential. It'd, it'd be to hard to
1: just Stafford, you- though, even if he plays.
2: Well, then let then just the wide receivers though, cause Marvin Jones owners are hoping for Stafford to play. Uh, alright, we'll see, we'll check on him. Trevor Simeon's gonna keep starting for the Broncos, and Eli Manning is gonna start for the Giants against the Cowboys.
3: Listen to your voice. Ah, I don't care, I mean. He's so dumb.
2: That, that's dumb. Start- to start Eli? <laughs> no, no it's, it's not. The
3: Giants were so dumb to Benjamin. <laughs> to Benjamin in the first place? Well, it cost two people their jobs. Not that they were gonna have their jobs anyway. If, if I've been able to keep their jobs longer.
1: What McAdoo should have done was if they told him you gotta bench Eli, he should have said, Fire me first.
3: Why? Why why Because you get fired anyway.
2: What's so bad about benching Eli? Like like for Gino What did you
3: accomplish? What's so bad about benching Eli? For
1: you, you were you alive last week? Do you do you feel like Gino Smith is your starter next? No, year?
2: I said it over and over again. It had to be for Davis Webb that was. Okay, the so they, thing. they 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 effed it up. Oh well yeah, I mean I guess, but it's, but like, they, they owe, it was okay for them to look into the future, you know? Like, they didn't owe it to Eli Manning to keep him starting. They, they could have-
3: You're not looking into the future if you're starting Geno
2: Smith. No, I know, that was the weird thing. They should have started, they should have gone to Davis Webb, but. right, anyway. Uh, we got your top three waiver wire priorities coming up right now. But first, guys, you know, how important is it, and will you be doing this tonight, to A, play defense? Pick up good players that you don't need, just to keep them away from your opponents, and B, Look ahead to weeks 15 and even maybe 16. Let's start with the defense angle of it, Heath. Do you anticipate doing a lot of that tonight?
0: Um, There will be some of that. I don't know that I'm somebody that aggressively does it, but I want to. I will make sure, like even if I don't feel like I need somebody, I will make sure there's no just superstars out there, right? Um, And and try to. But we we do that all year long. Like even if you don't necessarily need the guy that just got all the all the touches, Gio Bernard. You still don't want anybody else to have him, so he's probably better than the worst guy on your bench.
2: Sure, but I could see, yeah, if he's, he's got to be better than the worst guy on your bench, I could see in a normal week, I don't need Gio Bernard. I might not pick him up, but but you don't want you don't want him, you don't want, out there. You don't want Peyton Barber out there. It's a great matchup.
0: So and then the sure. week fifteen thing, I'm not looking ahead to week fifteen if I'm playing this week.
3: I don't mind doing that if I've already got two DSTs on my squad and I'm. And I look at the matchups for week 14 and 15 and I know that I'm not going to use that DS, one of those DSTs for either of those games. So you can do a little bit of planning ahead. The other thing that I would start doing is having backups ready to go. This is the time of year where having a backup fantasy quarterback matters. This is also the time of year to having the handcuff to your main running back. If he's out there, that could matter. And if you can't, if you don't want the handcuff, you'd rather get a running back like Peyton Barber. Obviously you'd take him. You'd take Giovanni Bernard. You would take, um, Mike Davis ahead of any general handcuff. Austin Eckler, I think deserves a bench spot. Okay. This, this is the time of the year to go and play more, uh, kind of make your bench more about what you need to survive the next four, three or four games rather than trying to, um, just, you know, cultivate talent.
2: Let's get some priorities then. Top three waiver wire quarterbacks. Jamie Eisenberg. Who do we got?
3: Uh,
1: there's really only two, but uh it would be Jimmy Garoppolo and, and Josh McCown. Um, I, I think you look at Garoppolo's matchup against the Texans and the way that he played last week, You know, it's just unfortunate he didn't score. They had five field goals from Robbie Gould, but he completed 70% of his passes and threw for nearly 300 yards. The interception wasn't his fault. And then McCown's got a tough matchup, but if you really look at what the Broncos have allowed recently, maybe it really isn't that tough. Uh, four of the last five opposing quarterbacks against Denver has got at least 20 fantasy points. And McCown's got 30 or more in each of his last two. The third guy I've kind of gone back and forth with, I'll still give Brent Hunley a shot in two quarterback leagues if I'm stuck. Um, Cleveland's just terrible. You know, the other, the other ones I'll be deciding on would be Hunley and Kaiser, maybe right. Eli.
2: Okay, so the top two are Garoppolo and McCown. And remember, when, when Jamie gives you these, he's talking about players who are owned in 65% of leagues or fewer. So that does not include Andy Dalton, who it could <coughs> be an option, right, Jamie?
1: that be my favorite yeah, by far. I mean, uh, he's Thank 72% him. owned. A lot of people dropped him. I, I think that's one thing to keep in mind um, is Heath, uh, I kind of alluded to it, 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 make sure that there are guys not uh, out there that really the percentage doesn't really matter because you're going to see some 10-team leagues people didn't pick up Josh Gordon. You're going to see some leagues where people dropped Ezekiel Elliott. People didn't pick up Aaron Rodgers yet. So th- those those players could be out there for you, and certainly somebody of Andy Dalton's caliber um, who's played great, you know, since uh, I think it's like week seven or week eight and um and, and mm-hmm. a very good matchup not an OK matchup, but certainly worth trusting him this week against the Bears.
2: Yep. Last three quarterbacks against the Bears. Stafford, 21 points, Wentz, 29 points. And then Garoppolo, like you just mentioned, Jamie, only nine fantasy points, but he played really well. He threw for 293 yards, just couldn't score. And Dalton uh, should should have had a monster game. He had a long touchdown pass. to A.J. Green called back on a really bad holding call. And yeah, he is playing well. Also, Keenum. It it's
1: funny. It cost me because Dave and I were going back and forth in the podcast league. And had Green caught that touchdown, I would have been.
3: He had, you had Roethlisberger. Yep. Did but who? I ended up beating you and just missing the playoffs. Oh, who made the playoffs? Oh, no, you're out. I'm out. I'm the seventh seed. Oh. If we go seven seeds. Congratulations on the seventh seed. Dave. Thank you. Thank you. Hey, listen, I won my last game. I have a lot to be proud of.
2: Yeah, you won your bowl game. Uh, Heath, Jamie, you guys are in, in the podcast league? Oh, I don't think I am.
3: No. No,
2: Jamie, I you you're representing.
3: <laughs> I believe Jamie
2: is. I'm the commissioner. Should I know this? Probably. <laughs> I'll
1: yeah. check. You,
0: you haven't already set playoff matchups. No, I'll do that I, after you, the show. Uh,
2: Dave
1: owes you a uh, 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 thank you because you beating Marone Berkson in our FFT league got Dave into
3: the playoffs.
2: Yep. Hey, all right, tag team.
3: we going up against Pete Prisco with, in the with first with AJ Green.
2: <laughs> Oh, very nice. I'm going to
3: take A.J. Green. I'm not going to yeah. take Adam.
2: I started A.J. Green. It was a brilliant move. Yeah. What are you talking about? I will
1: say a very funny exchange uh, over text last night. So I, you were playing Marone. I text. We have a text chain uh, with Pete and Nick Costas. I say Marone done, and Dave thought he got fired. <laughs> Dave. So, so Dave said his doing or the company's. I said Azers. And – It took a while for Dave to go, ah.
2: (laughs) Oh, yeah, no, I fired Marone last night. There you go. Um, Last thing, Jamie, would you rather have Case Keenum or Andy Dalton if they're both available?
1: I would rather have Andy Dalton for this week.
2: Okay. All right, uh, let's go to running backs. Heath, give me some running backs' uh, top three priorities.
0: This is really messy because almost every running back on my priority list has a starting running back that is going to be questionable, and then if that guy plays – It's going to hurt their value, but I will just presume that all of those starting running backs are not going to play this week, and I'm going with Gio Bernard first. The It kind of looks to me very similar to a situation we saw this week with Kenyon Drake. There's just nobody else there, and we saw it last night, 13 carries, 77 yards, caught a couple passes. The Bears' defense is pretty good, but they're
3: not that good on the road. No. They also just lost Danny Trevathan. I don't know if it's a serious injury or not, but I know that he left the game last week. And then You you like Geo
0: better than Barber? I like Geo better than Barber. And Barber would be the clear number two for me. I kind of feel like it's a tie for number three between Mike Davis and Kerwin Williams. Maybe I I would expect at some point today we're going to get a little bit of information about Adrian Peterson. And that might clarify it for us.
2: Okay. Okay, well, Barber's got that great matchup where with like eight of uh, – I, I know I have it somewhere. Oh, I think they've allowed eight,
3: eight, eight 29 of, touchdowns to running backs in their last ten. Week. Okay. Ten,
2: ten running backs. <laughs> eight, eight, of, had thir- eight of the
1: last ten with yeah. a guy that's gotten at least 13 carries. Yeah,
2: eight of ten have scored double-digit fantasy points with 13 or more carries, and he had 23 carries last week against Detroit. Five of them have scored 15 or more fantasy points. With 13 or more carries. So, uh, he had 23 carries, uh, at Green Bay last week. He's got Detroit this week. It's a great matchup.
1: I, I wouldn't yeah. be surprised if they make him the starter, even if Martin's healthy.
2: Okay, and but yeah, I mean, and and Geo is also a strong case for him as the Bears' road defense hasn't been nearly as good. You look at what they've done against running backs and the yards per carry is pretty high on the road and the fantasy points have been high in three or five road games. And then we've got Mike Davis and Kerwin Williams. And, of course, if Jamal Williams happens to be available, I assume Jamal Williams would be number one, guys, even with Aaron Jones back?
0: Yes. Oh, yeah.
2: Okay. Got the Jets, guys. Theo Riddick could be interesting. Like, if Theo Riddick is available... Would you take him over Peyton Barber or Gio Bernard, or would you prefer those guys?
0: No, no, no. Okay.
2: All right, wide and receivers. matchup has
3: little to do with
2: it. Yeah. Wide receivers, Dave. Who you got? Top three.
3: Okay. Well, let me just start with the guys that are owned above 65%. Just do a drive-by on your waiver wire to see if they're out there. Josh Gordon, Jamison Crowder, Rashard Matthews, Robert Woods will be back eventually, and Danny Amendola. He's, his target should go up if Gronk's out. My top three for the other wide receivers, Marquise Goodwin, number one. For the 49ers against the Texans. Jermaine Kearse is number two. He's with the Jets. He's given you over 100 yards each of the last two weeks. Lots of targets over the last three. Taking on Denver with one of the hottest quarterbacks in the NFL right now on his side. And Mike Wallace is my third guy. I just really like the matchup for him against Pittsburgh, given all the injuries to the Steelers' defense.
2: There are going to be some wide receivers to pick up this week, no doubt. But, guys, Rashard Matthews, if he comes back and he's facing the Cardinals on the road... Is he going to get Petersoned? Is
0: he actually a sit this week? I would not expect, just from what we've seen from Peterson this year, when there's a clear number one, he's traveled. When there's some pretty similar guys outside, he's just stayed to one side. I think there's still enough respect, and Corey Davis hasn't shown it. Maybe there's not. But there's still enough respect for Corey Davis's talent. That I wouldn't be surprised if he just stays on one side,
3: but I, I could be wrong. I, even if he's, even if he follows Richard Matthews, it's going to be tough for Matthews to beat him. And Peterson's been beat a little bit lately. I'm, uh, I'm, I'm not feeling great about Matthews if he comes back. And a lot of it has to do with the matchup and a lot of it has to do with the quarterback.
1: He also isn't, wouldn't be 100%. I mean, yeah. you know, he, he's, he's still day to day. So. Right.
3: But I wouldn't mind having him on my fantasy team. Oh, for sure. Like, yeah. That's, right. It's a tough matchup this week. He's at San Francisco in week 15.
2: Now, I'm a little surprised, Dave, that you put uh, Jermaine Curse ahead of Mike Wallace uh with Pittsburgh's pass defense is so bad right now. And no, I mean, again, they've given up so many big pass plays, and they did again last night. It's gonna, not going to show up in the stats because of the really bad holding call, but they're just an absolute mess. They had a bench Cody Stensibaw. Um Of course, they're facing A.J. Green. I get it, but, uh yeah, I don't know. Um not saying it's a bad call. Just a little surprising. Uh, so you go Goodwin, Curse, Wallace.
3: Yeah, I just feel like Curse is the safer receiver to start. All right. Okay. Wallace, I think, carries risk. This is so weird. The guy, <laughs> And I'm not criticizing
0: you, Dave, but the guy with Josh McCown at Denver is the safest wide receiver to start. But, but it's, what it's is totally to justifiable football. based what on happened? what we've
3: seen from both Josh McCown and the Broncos. Jay Cutler had a nice game against Denver last
1: week. Without Tlaib, without Wolf, without, I mean. Are they all coming back? I, I don't
0: know what well, Tlaib is. Tlaib is.
2: Yeah. I, and they actually been doing pretty well against wide receivers lately. Uh I think
0: uh, Not Kenny Stills.
2: No, not Kenny Stills. Maybe before that. No, I, I think I'm I think I'm getting them mixed up with New England. I'm sorry. Uh yeah, they give up touchdowns. They don't give up a lot of yards, but they they give up touchdowns and I'm not really going to count last week because they didn't have Taleb. But um all right, we can talk more about that a little bit later. Tight ends, back to Heath priorities. I'm supposed to do DSTs. But oh okay. tight uh, Then Jamie, tight ends, my bad. Jamie.
1: Cameron Braid would be number one. Uh number two would be Steven Anderson. Number three would be Ricky Seals Jones. And number four would be David Njoku, and number five would be Trey Burton.
2: Oh, top five. How about that? So Cameron Braid, Steven Anderson, and Ricky Seals Jones?
3: Mm-hmm. I'm feeling it with Anderson too. We know that Bruce Ellington might not play. Braxton Miller might not play. And when those two guys went will down Fuller last week. Hmm? Will Fuller might not play. Will Fuller might not play. Good call. And CJ Fedorowitz got hurt again.
0: Yes, yeah, so I, I would expect, because CJ Fedorowitz missed the first half of the year in the concussion. Yeah, room, may, right? he, we
3: said this on Sunday, he may be done.
0: I, yeah, um I, I really, really like Ricky Seals-Jones' last tight ends against the Titans. One of them being Steven Anderson last week. Mm-hmm. The week before that it was Jack Doyle. I like Seals-Jones a lot this week.
2: <laughs> the week before that it was Jesse James. Three in a row with eight or more fantasy points. I think there are a lot of, uh, like, look at these matchups. Cameron Brate. So he's got Detroit. They've allowed four touchdowns to tight ends in their last three games. Steven Anderson. San Francisco's allowed six touchdowns to tight ends in their last six games, but they they don't give up a lot of yards, fourth fewest. So you just look at those three, Brate, Anderson, and Seals-Jones, they all have good matchups. Najoku probably doesn't. The Packers gave up a touchdown to Brate or two two to Brate last week. Two to Brate. Uh, yeah, but they were number one in fantasy points allowed to tight ends before that. They hadn't faced good ones. No, uh, so actually, yeah, it's kind of interesting. You do have some really good matchups for these waiver wire guys, but then there's another guy that you didn't mention because he's 77% owned, Austin Safarian Jenkins at Denver. So he's an option if Hunter Henry is available. You have to pick him up against Washington. A lot of good tight end matchups this week. Even Jason Witten at the Giants. Uh, so I guess we, we can rank we can rank all of them. But do you feel like feel like it's kind of a strong tight end week on the waiver wire, Jamie?
1: Uh, yeah. Under the circumstances, I mean, especially <laughs> given losing
0: Gronk and potentially not yeah. having Ertz, Reed, or Olsen, we are down to right. five tight ends now, averaging seven fantasy points per game.
2: Well, it's amazing. You're right. We might have no Gronk, no Ertz, and no Olsen this week.
0: Or Reed. and, and Vernon Davis or and, 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 and Vernon Davis is not a thing anymore.
2: And Vernon Davis is not a thing anymore. Yes. Yeah, so. Tyler
3: Eifert
2: is still gone. Oh, ba- oh bye. Oh, You're right. All right. <laughs> Thank goodness I have a lot of Jimmy Graham.
0: All right, uh, Heath, it's now time for you to do DSTs. Fantastic. I favor the Green Bay Packers at Cleveland. They've been just about the best matchup for most of the season. The Packers' defense actually looked pretty good last week against Tampa Bay. Uh, this is a road game, which I don't love, but that's the only thing that isn't there to love the Packers. Um, the Colts would be number two, assuming that Nathan Peterman starts. If Peterman doesn't start, then I don't have any interest in them at all. Same thing for the Buccaneers and uh, Rudick. If Stafford's out, you're going with Tampa Bay. If Stafford plays, you don't want any part of them. And then finally, the Bengals against Chicago.
2: Okay, so Packers, potentially the Colts. the Potentially Tampa Bay. Potentially Tampa Bay.
0: You don't and- like the Bengals? Um, I like them fine. I I would like those other two defenses better if they get the terrible backups.
3: Yeah, I I would take the Bengals over them.
0: Bengals right?
1: are. I think the Bengals I have ranked number one because are have the Bengals gonna have perfect? They still have that pass rush,
3: and the Bears might be without Kyle Long on the yeah. offensive line. I, I, I like the Bears.
1: I like I like I'd start the Bengals over the Vikings, the
3: Jaguars, almost every defense this week. I've got the Jaguars still ahead. I know they're playing Seattle. What about
2: the Lions, guys? Like- I I know Ansa got hurt, but. Uh, the he did return to the game, I guess, I'm seeing. So that's good news. But I think the Lions are 67%. Old. That's why they might not be on the list. They're a little bit above the threshold. But Tampa Bay gave up seven
0: sacks last week. Uh What do you think about Detroit this week? Does Tampa Bay need to drop back to pass if Rudick is their starting quarterback?
2: Yeah, I mean, they're going to throw some passes. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you know, I mean, Winston's kind uh, of a turnover. They, machine. they just haven't been
1: very good, especially since uh, Trayvon Wilson went out he he was kind of one of their big playmakers early in the season with the turnovers
0: okay i would consider them as stafford plays but on the road as a big underdog I, I don't that's not a type of situation i like to target All
3: i'll right. tell you though if if they're you're if you're debating between them and frankly the buccaneers and the colts i might take the lions because then i can use them in week 15 they've got another good matchup against to get there first they got to get there first but they've got you chicago got to get there first yeah right they're going to <laughs> <gotta> play there
0: the team's going to play there
3: the Lions have a nice, on paper, a nice pair of – Yeah, if that's
1: I the case, I'd try and carry two DSDs. I, I don't want to trust them this week. I, I just think that – that's oh, they're not top for, 12 by any stretch. Bad spot for them on the road. I'd rather go with the, Col- the Colts or the Bills or the Bucks.
3: Okay.
2: And IDP, Dave, who you got?
3: Defensive line's pretty bad. Uh, I've got Michael Brockers and Mario Addison. I think they're guys that will get you around five points in tackles count. Linebacker's more interesting. Paul Lesney, Remember him? He, uh, he could be real good for your fantasy squad if Telvin Smith is still out for the Jaguars. Anthony Hitchens for the Cowboys had a nice game last week. I think he can keep it going. But defensive back is where there's two guys I like a lot. Bradley McDougal has been replacing Cam Chancellor. He's got to get picked up. And Dan Sorensen of the Kansas City Chiefs. Big games each of the last three. Yeah. And Kansas City's defense, they're going to take on Oakland. They're going to put the ball in the air quite a bit. So I think Sorensen. Is an interesting play well, this weekend, I and even
0: it. if they don't, there are a lot of tackle opportunities on running plays at the back of that defense. Somebody's got yeah. to yeah, plug the drain. Call.
3: All right, thank you, Dave. Storrsen so might be the best one of the bunch.
1: Yeah, I, I picked him up in our uh, dynasty league last week. I was very right happy with it.
3: Oh, that, I told
2: you to do that, right? That's the team we share. Yeah,
1: that's right. That's the team we share. We are number one seed, by the way. Congratulations. We, he owes me
2: money. Thank you, <laughs> appreciate it. <laughs> um, all right, guys, that's uh, that's a quick look at the waiver wire. We'll do more in depth talk a little bit later. We got the dropo meter coming up drop Thank you. Um, we also gotta tell you about Simply Safe. Simply Safe is spelled S-I-M-P-L-I, safe. Go to simplysafe.com slash F-F-T for $100 off a security package. Home security, very important, especially now. It's holiday time. Haven't you ever seen Home Alone? You got the wet bandits out there. They want to rob you when you go away. So if you go away, you want some peace of mind and you want a really good security system. Simply Safe has 24-7 professional monitoring at $14.99 14.99 a month. Even if you weren't getting $100 off, 14.99 a month is a great price for 24/7 monitoring. And no long-term contracts, no installation costs, no hidden fees. Simply Safe is just an outstanding bargain. Again, the URL simplysafe.com/fft. s i m p l i safe.com/fft. The sale is going to end soon, so if you want $100 off, you go to simplysafe.com. Slash /fft You guys have a final tally of uh your playoff how many yes, teams are in? I
3: I do for mine. All right, what do we got? I was in 13 leagues, made the playoffs in 7, just missed the playoffs in 2. I've got four buys and I don't want to talk about the other four leagues that I
2: didn't <laughs> play. Five.
3: Four buys, that's
2: really good. Four sure. buys out of 13. Jamie, do you know your count?
3: Uh yes, uh
1: 13 playoffs, two still pending. Uh, because there are 10 team leagues that the playoffs will start next week. So. How many leagues
3: were you in? 21. It's great.
1: So, well, 15 uh, yeah, 21 would be great. Uh, unfortunately, a lot of our expert leagues, I, I was terrible. <laughs> terrible in our IDP league, terrible in our auction league, terrible in our two
3: quarterback league, and terrible in our office, uh, giant league. I believe you're the number two seed in this serious XM league that we were in. With a bunch um, of other analysts from other sites. Yeah, so and would, you're the, and your, your that number one. That would have flat. to be on
1: point. So I was third going in. I lost to the first place team.
3: I think you, I think you're the two seed. Okay.
1: Um, yeah, I have, I have several buys, um, which I'm, which I'm excited about. Uh, my two dynasty leagues, uh, the number one seed in both of those. Um, so I'm, I'm happy with that. And, uh, yeah, uh, hopefully, hopefully it, uh, it, it goes for, you know, two or three more games.
0: Heath, how about you? Uh, I have 15 head-to-head leagues. I'm in the playoffs in 10 of them. Ooh. Five buys. Well, damn. And, um, well, that's not technically true. I think I have three buys and two of them are four. Teams where four teams make the playoffs, and I've already clinched. So I'm in five semifinals already. And you are the number one seed in the FFT league. Number one seed in FFT league, and then I have uh, 41 draft only leagues. Totally first place in uh, five of those right <laughs> I now.
2: Was, I was just cursed. Wow, I was so taken aback. I was just uh dropped a little profanity. You can drop there. as many of those as you want. Sorry about that. Um, <laughs> okay. Well, anyway, edits. I, I I don't really know if I have to but uh, i will um, what did you say? monte Parker again <laughs> no no i didn't uh that was crazy so yeah all right good, good job Heath. um what well, good job everybody i am having an okay year I will make the playoffs in six out of nine leagues unless I don't get in in the four in the 10 team two quarterback league uh if I win I'm in so that would be five out of nine or six out of nine which is good but I have no buys I was pretty it's kind of average a little disappointing but if I win a few leagues I'll be happy about it. That's the thing. All that matters now is
0: get a couple of championships. Yeah. Let's yeah.
2: Get, get, I'll get, I'll be happy with two. Two out of nine. That three would be amazing, but it's not going to happen. I'll just give me two. All right. News and notes. Adrian Peterson has not been ruled out for this week's game yet. Apparently Kelvin Benjamin has a chance to play. Uh, Miami center Mike Pouncey, He had a hamstring injury. It's not believed to be serious. Atlanta guard Andy, Andy Levitre will miss multiple weeks with a triceps injury. Does that downgrade Devontae Freeman?
0: doesn't help. No. It, it doesn't help, but I'm not downgrading him. This run defense hasn't been the same since Alex Okafor got hurt. No.
2: All right, and uh, Des- Desmond Trufant will play this week for Atlanta. Robert Woods yep. and
3: Brian Poole could be back too, so their secondary be nice. could be at full strength. I don't think they expect Poole to play cuz they signed a cornerback. They did sign a cornerback, but Poole's expected to practice on Tuesday.
2: And they have a Thursday game against New Orleans. Um, Robert Woods seems unlikely to play. But and Rams uh linebacker Alec Ogletree. They hope he's gonna play there hopeful. Meanwhile, Connor Barwin, another Rams linebacker, won't play this week. They have a big game against the
3: Eagles. And do you it expect May finally be J. week?
2: I got okay.
3: Hope so. Do yeah, you- I got I got notes on that if you want to talk about the Eagles running game.
2: Not yeah, not well, we'll get into that game soon. Do you expect the following players Amir Abdullah at Tampa Bay? No. Nope. Doug Martin, same game. No. Nope. Jordan Reed Hopefully at not. the Chargers. Uh, Greg Olson against the Vikings. Not as of now.
0: We don't have him ranked, but I do expect him to play. How's it,
1: that? It sounds like they held him out because of a field issue.
0: They didn't want know. him to play in New Orleans. On turf? On turf. Yeah. And they have three straight home games now. Mm-hmm.
2: All right. Devin Funchess against Minnesota.
3: I think he finished the game. Yeah, I expected last year. He week. got
1: hurt on the uh onside kick. Ah. So I don't know if he came back into the game. He stretched He was like really grimacing on the sideline because mm-hmm. if you recall the play, he tried yep. to knock the ball back in and he got like kind of stretched out in an awkward position. Um, I, to be
2: honest, I don't want to even trust him if he does plug.
0: Oh no, I, he's not a top thirty-six wide receiver for me.
2: Yeah, yeah. Uh, facing Minnesota, yeah, tough one. One, well, a few more. Oh, Amari Cooper. I want to first. Now. Yeah. kevin Benjamin.
3: Same.
1: No. Why would they even play it? We're Why would
3: you with? come back? Yeah, and le- uh, yeah, Chris Hogan. No, 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 not yet. Although
0: it would be pretty Patriots that Chris Hogan just happens to be healthy the week that Gronk gets suspended. Oh, he's fine now. Mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> it's been the, the timetable like should be up. I mean,
3: well, what was the injury? Shoulder. Well, was it? It, it, it a was a shoulder. collarbone or a strain? No, no. I don't think it was. Any you don't know bones. what the injury is. I think he tore something in his shoulder. I haven't heard what it is. Well, I haven't either. Patriots, you know, it's strange. Usually the Patriots are very forthcoming with these things. <laughs> and now they're, uh, keeping it to themselves. A little selfish.
2: Pittsburgh 23, Cincinnati 20. Oh, here's your stat of the game. Trey Wingo tweeted this. Before last night's game, the Steelers had been 2 and 152 when trailing by 17 points or more on the road. Now, 3 and 152. Quite a comeback. So Ryan Shazier left with a back injury, was scary. Joe Mixon concussion. Vontez Berfick left after first he hurt his arm, then he came back in, then he got cracked by Juju Smith Schuster. Uh and he left. You wanna
1: know how tough that dude is? He got cracked by Smith Schuster, who then stood over him and taunted him a little bit, and he couldn't lift his arm up, but he was still trying to fight Smith Schuster. Like <laughs> if you saw him, he was like he tried to throw him off him and they
2: tried to get up. <laughs> I feel like when we were growing up that was a perfectly legal,
0: celebrated block. Yeah, they've been. I think that's not the Heinz word rule, but you cannot launch yourself. You can't leave your feet to make that block. Yeah, a peel back block is what they call. Yeah, it. Uh, everything else was good about it. You just can't leave his feet. And
2: AJ Green had that touchdown call back and a holding call. All right, so Ben Roethlisberger, davis
1: Bryant had a return call back on a yes call too. Yes, he did. I, I was I, I was thrilled that Sean McDonough called out the refs last night. Oh man, he went crazy. He did, and he, he brought up that they're the what second most. Uh, uh,
2: yeah. They called they, the second, called most, the second penalties. most penalties. Yep, and they were they were definitely penalty happy. Uh, so anyway, uh, Ben Roethlisberger. So now it's three straight games with 40 or more passes, and he scored 21 fantasy points. Did fine. And Jamie, this is is it time now for your stat of the century?
1: You you saw it right? I saw it on Twitter. Yeah. Did you like it or did you not like it? It's terrific. Great okay. stat. So I'll give it to you. Okay. Um. So I just looked at what I looked at what all teams have done against the Ravens in the last two times that Jimmy Smith has missed time. But Roethlisberger has lit them up the last two times that Jimmy Smith has been out, both games in Pittsburgh. One was the six touchdown game in 2014 when he threw for 340 and six. The other was last year, 279, three and two. But if you look at all the quarterbacks, at least of note in the last two times that Jimmy Smith has been out, Dak Prescott last year, 301 and three. Uh, Ben, 279, three and two. They faced Dalton twice in there. He had no AJ Green in both those games, so take it for what it's worth. Then in the 2014 season, Breeze 423 and one. Wow. Rivers 383 3 and one. And so obviously Jimmy Smith makes a big difference on that defense. But in the two games combined for Roethlisberger, 619 yards, nine touchdowns, two interceptions. And Antonio Brown in those two games, 21 catches, uh, 240 yards, two touchdowns on 17, 27 targets.
2: Wow. So
1: I love Big Ben this week at <laughs> home in primetime.
2: Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Love quarterbacks at
1: home. The, the, the numbers Holman Holman might not primetime. suggest it when you look at it just from what Baltimore has allowed. But when you dig a little bit deeper, without Jimmy Smith in there, he's gonna light him up.
2: Okay, good stuff. Um, and any, uh, how, how about the? Uh, I just want to go quickly on these, so we can get back to the waiver wire and get people ready for weeks fifteen and sixteen as well. Is Martavis Bryant ahead of Juju Smith-Schuster now, guys? I don't think
1: so. I I don't think so either. But I, you know, I have it in in the waiver wire notes to add Bryant because of two things. One, he might be. And the other thing is, if Brown's toe injury becomes a problem at any point down the road, you could maybe pivot to him and the home games.
0: And the possibility that Juju's not playing this week. That's yeah, another great point.
2: Oh, you think he could be suspended? Yeah. Okay. I don't think it's likely, but I think it's possible. How droppable is Juju Smith Schuster? He's on the dropo meter. Zero to ten. Zero.
3: zero. Zero. I would not drop him.
2: Okay. And For Cincinnati, we'll talk about Bernard in a bit. You can get away from Tyler Croft. I don't think we have to spend much time here. Dalton's playing really well, and and he's on the he's a waiver-wire guy if he's available. So let's go to Seattle, 24, and Philadelphia, 10. Dave, you want to talk about the Eagles running backs now?
3: I noticed in the game that Ajayi led the way in snaps. It's the first time he did that since coming aboard. I don't know if it's because of a blunt fumble or not, but he had 31 snaps played. He had 12 touches in the game. That also led the way for Philadelphia running backs. I don't think LeGarrette – and I this could be a little bit too high or a little bit too
0: low. I'm not sure LeGarrette Blunt played more than five snaps in the second half. They he, came out in the second half. And I can tell, I don't know
3: it. how many he played in the second half. He played 14 in the game. Yeah. Corey Clement was second with 28, and he's – to me, he's clearly their passing downs running back. And then they mix and match Ajay. Ajay takes a little bit from that. Blunt doesn't, but then Ajay and Blunt kind of. Mix but last match. week was the
1: first time we saw Ajay play in the passing game.
0: Right, and it it wasn't great.
3: No, <laughs>
0: so I think Clement just, kind of has that role. He's he's terrible now.
2: <laughs> well, it's a much better matchup this week. So, I, are you are you comfortable starting any Eagles running back, or do people need to look to the waiver wire?
0: Ajay is a low end number two for me, or a, a high end number three, right in that range. Yeah, he's barely a number three guy for me because I still think it's going to be messy.
2: All right. Any other thoughts on this game? Seattle twenty four, Philadelphia ten. You know, actually, let me go to let me go to Russell Wilson. He scored thirty fantasy points and now he's got Jacksonville, who's number one against quarterbacks, but the Eagles are a good have a great pass defense too. And he did it. He scored thirty he scored more than thirty against the Falcons. Is he top five this week at Jacksonville?
0: Not top five, but he is top ten for me. I think I said I'm fifth still. So he's just he
3: he's just playing so well. Yeah. I have him sixth.
2: Mm-hmm. And Mike Davis, you guys expect Mike Davis to be contributing in the passing game? Cause he's done that in the two games he's been featured. He has 37 and 41 yards in those two games. Passing. The only
0: thing points. we have to go on is what he's done in the little bit limited time that he's been there. So I, I expect him to get
3: Three or four targets a game. He's there done. is no way they're turning back to Rawls and Lacey. Now. Oh, for sure. The right. only
1: thing that's, going to I think, going to ruin him is if Chris Carson comes back, which is what Pete Carroll said. That but it's not going to be this week. No, he said it could right. be week 15. But yeah, uh, I think if we if we found, like uh, Heath alluded to this, if we found out today, Doug Martin back starter, Joe Mixon playing starter, Mike Davis will be the number one
0: running back That Okay. And the other thing I would say is if Zach Ertz misses time, Trey Burton's a good add, but Nelson Aguilar is going to be huge.
2: Uh, Aguilar, well, look, they were trailing for the first time, so Wentz, or, you know, for the first time in a while, Wentz threw his second most pass attempts of the year. Aguilar usually doesn't get 12 targets, 7 catches, it was a huge game for him. Um, but, he, and it was interesting that they
3: went after the slot corner for Seattle. So and the outside guys, they really were kind of still intimidated by the outside corners, even though they weren't their main guys. And they're underdogs this week, so they might be trailing again.
2: Hmm, interesting. All right, guys, uh, I have I have one. Dave, I don't know if you said this. I'm really sorry if I missed it, but did you mention Buda Baker in IDP? I did not. Yeah, I've been starting him in the IDP League. He's 23% owned. Buda Baker for the Cardinals, but getting a ton of tackles lately. It's another guy. I just want to throw that out there. And there you go. And uh, we can, I guess, oh, I have a random tweet. Random tweet from Texans Rob. Can you ask the guys on the pod tomorrow if they think Jordy Nelson becomes a wide receiver one again as soon as Rodgers comes back? Thanks. What do you guys think?
0: It's possible, not a number one, but I'll be starting him as soon as Rogers comes back.
3: Over to would be something Adams. If he just goes from being this old slow dude back into Jordy, being Jordy,
0: well, he'll still be an old slow dude. Well, I
3: mean, Pete uh, Prisco keeps saying it on our
1: Sunday show, which I totally agree. Rodgers throws him open.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, would you? Would you, is he going to be the best Packers wide receiver? You think? I it,
1: would probably it, still think Devontae. Yeah, it's yeah. hard to get away from what DeVonta Adams has done.
2: Okay. But like I said on Sunday, you just can't drop Jordy Nelson. Just, and if somebody does, you pick him up because Rodgers comes back next week. If he does, you've got yourself uh, somebody. At least you want to have – even if you don't want to start him, you want to have him. Uh, it's holiday time, guys. Get somebody a movement watch. They are awesome. We love our movement watches. Movement is abbreviated MVMT. So I'm going to give you a URL – for you to get a great discount. 15% off with free shipping and free returns. You go to mvmt.com slash ffootball. mvmt.com slash ffootball. I'm saying the letter M as in Mary both times. So mvmt.com slash ffootball. It's a clean design. It's a great fashion statement. It's not gaudy. It's not showy. It's, you know, it's just a really nice, simple watch. It looks great. And if you go to movement if you go to movement watches, you go to mvmt.com slash F good luck trying to narrow it down. You're gonna find ten or fifteen watches that you want. And they have women's watches, by the way, as well. So absolutely perfect purchase for anyone in your life on the holidays. And remember, they start at only ninety five dollars. You want to go to an apartment store and get a watch like this, you're talking five hundred, six hundred dollars and up. So ninety five bucks is what they start at on movement watches, and of course you get that fifteen percent off. I love it, and I really think everybody else will. It's a—it's overall a million watches sold in over 160 countries. There's a reason for that. People love movement watches, and our listeners have been giving us great feedback. Again, go to MVMT.com slash FFootball. MVMT.com slash FFootball for 15% off for free shipping, for free returns. Join the movement drop All right, here we go. Zero to ten. Austin Safarian Jenkins with Denver, third-best matchup in fantasy. Austin Safarian Jenkins, drop-O-Meter, zero to ten.
0: Zero. Yeah, I don't – I would say zero except um, Cameron Brait and Ricky Seals-Jones are both out there, and I would start both of them over Austin Safarian Jenkins this week. So I'll say two. If you get one of those guys, I'd rather
3: have them this week. That's it. What do you think about Jason Witten this week against the Giants? Top ten guy. I like. I, he's number nine. Yeah, he's just widely owned. I don't think you'll find him on the waiver wire. But, but again, I,
0: another 10, guy I would drop the frigging Jenkins for. Ten team leagues. Yeah. it's only eighty one percent.
2: Yeah, he had a big game against them in week one. For what it's worth, it was a long he time.
1: Does every
0: week against them? <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> well, the Giants getting better against tight ends, right? I've got
0: a weird feeling <laughs> about the Giants. <laughs> Me too. This week.
2: Oh, I hope they don't win. Please don't win. I. I kind
1: of feel like they're gonna win again. If they were playing a different team, I would say so, but I think Dallas turned the corner last week.
2: I think they're gonna score. I just think they're yep. gonna give up a ton of <laughs> points. I think it's gonna be high scoring. Like
0: they're gonna score points. Oh, you mean a lot of points. Not, I I know, they're going going to. I think they're gonna
2: score twenty, which is huge for them. <laughs> <laughs> that that hasn't happened much in the last two years. But yeah, Dallas <laughs> should have a nice day offensively. Uh back to the drop meter from Nate, DeMarco Murray.
3: PPR leagues definitely not. And I think even in standard leagues, he's, he's good depth for your squad. If something goes wrong with one of your running backs, say you just lost Joe Mixon, then, you know, you're debating about whether or not to use that roster. For God's on, sakes, just give me but, a like, damn
0: number! But if you drop if you just lost Joe Mixon, you're dropping DeMarco Murray over Joe Mixon?
3: No. Yeah. I'm uh, saying, but like if I've got to replace Mixon with Geo or something like then that. Then you drop Mixon. I, no, I'm dropping Murray. Yeah, I'm
2: going to say zero. Three. You do have to look at week 15 at San Francisco. I don't know if it matters cuz he doesn't get that much ca- that much work. But at San Francisco in week 15, Rams in week 16. And sorry Dave, I yelled at you but that was a dumb and dumber reference. Not sure if you caught that. Was outstanding on my part.
0: Uh Dave left the room. He's crying.
2: Oh, sorry. Come back. This is from Doug. Uh Danny Woodhead. 10. 8.
1: Jamie? I still think this could be an interesting game for him.
2: Yeah, they could be trailing
1: for sure.
0: Mm-hmm. I'll go 10 in standard 6 in BPR.
1: And, and the one thing I'll say, don't drop him yet because if Alice Collins is out, you don't know how this backfield is going to look. That's true.
2: Uh From NFL Spectacular, Doug Martin.
3: Look, if he comes back, are you really going to start him? I guess uh What's the scale? 0 to 10. 0 to 10. Uh, 25. I'll say 8. The thing is
2: like he's de- if he does come back he'll have that great matchup with that great number about the 13 carries but that's what we thought with the Dolphins game and he stunk so he's yeah. terrible. Uh Kareem Hunt 0 to zero. 10.
3: 0 0.
2: Okay. Are you guys starting Peyton Barber uh I, I'm sure Jamal Williams but who who's who am I forgetting here? Barber, Bernard there you go. and Bernard's all
1: ahead of him. Oz Collins ahead of him. Yes. It's just it there, there's
2: a lack of trust. Arlen's Darkwa on the dropo meter. I kind of
0: like him this week. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not dropping him. Another zero. I right, Sh- these.
2: Sean Lee should be back <laughs> this week, right? Um, I make a difference. Amari Cooper, zero.
1: zero. Uh, is he out?
2: We don't know, but you gotta make a decision tonight. Then no. Okay, uh, Adrian Peterson. Nope eight Trion
3: and Peterson
2: eight zero zero to five and eight wow big differences there on Peterson interesting he's not playing I don't need him
3: I like having some depth at least one good depth right at least one good running back for depth okay so good carry him <laughs> that's the question
2: <laughs> well he was pretty good in his last game right it was surprising
3: yeah he's gonna do it I don't know how much more he's gonna get that opportunity
2: so, you know, it's hard to drop guys that are going to get 20 carries unless their names are Doug Martin. Um, How about Kirk Cousins, drop a meter hmm. Interesting one.
1: Four. I need to win one game in our podcast league to get Aaron Rodgers back. And he's the only guy I have to do it right now.
0: Yeah. Unless, unless I get Garoppolo. And if Andy Dalton's on the waiver wire, then I think it's a 10. I'd drop him for Andy Dalton in the yep, heartbeat. Totally Andy Dalton's back. not in the waiver wire in very many leagues, so I'll say five. He's not, he's not in like that league, that's a 14
1: team league, so.
3: I'd rather McCown
1: than Cousins. I'd rather McCown than Cousins this week. Yep. Demarius Thomas. Although the one thing about Cousins though, the offensive line's healthy. He's played well when the offensive there, line's been
3: healthy. There's a difference between healthy and starters who are playing through their injuries. There's gonna be some starters playing through their injuries. I don't think that means that they're good. And this is the Chargers. You know what their pass rush is. Cross-country trip. Cross-country trip. Oh, yeah, yeah, know yeah, It's tough. But what was it? Two games ago?
1: Three games ago? Who did they play? Tough matchup. Vikings.
2: The Vikings. They played well. Yeah, they crushed them. Um, all right, uh right. Let's finish up here. Demarius Thomas, 0-10. to Go.
0: 2-1. 7.
2: Oh, but the Jets. The Jets. What do you think? What a great matchup. They stink. The Broncos, yes.
1: That's a terrible Jamie is very anti-Bronco. Both. They both stink.
2: Corey Davis. Ten. hundred, 100, 10. yes. And Juju Smith-Schuster. Zero. Zero. Back to the waiver wire. Here we go. Quarterbacks. All right, so we'll, we'll repeat some names for sure. But Keenum, we haven't talked too much about. He's at Carolina. He's 76% owned. Do you like Keenum this week at Carolina?
0: Yep. I don't dislike him I don't like him he's a borderline starting quarterback
3: top 10 guy for me me too I don't think they're gonna um actually he's not he's outside of my top 10 I think I think he'll be good enough to start and the concern I've got is just how the run game will go against Carolina my guess is that it won't do well so it's gonna fall on him yeah
1: I, I, feel I think the exact, he'll be okay I feel the exact same way I think he's just playing so good right now uh, the back-to-back road games don't make me nervous at all. Um, I, I just don't buy into this Carolina secondary. You know, they got destroyed by McCown two games ago. Had the Saints had to throw, Breeze would have lit them up too. I mean, we said that on Sunday morning that we thought Breeze was gonna have a big day. They just ran all over them. I don't see Minnesota running all over them.
2: Yeah, um, that'd be interesting. We'll talk more about McKinnon later in the week, but I think he's interesting because he had a tough matchup last week, tough-ish, and he played well, but not this tough.
1: He's great. I mean, look, he's yeah. he's not going to win it by any stretch, but he's played himself into the MVP conversation. McKinnon. Oh no, I'm sorry, oh, Keenum. You thought
2: I McKinnon. yeah <laughs> <laughs> Bold. Okay, so Keenum, Andy Dalton, uh, rank these three: uh, Keenum, Dalton, McCown this week.
3: I've got Dalton, Dalton one, and then McCown and Keenum back to back. Dalton, Keenum, McCown. Yeah, I um, I'm going to go Dalton, Keenum, McCown.
0: Dalton and Keenum. Yeah. But right. the, McCown and Keenum are closer than Dalton is. Mm-hmm. Do you right. guys
2: want to pick up Jameis
0: Winston? He I, does. I do a lot.
2: Yeah, he's a top 12 guy for me.
0: I like this matchup a lot. Me too. Uh, he's, yes,
1: absolutely. He's <laughs> been a good fantasy quarterback this year more times than not when he's been healthy.
2: He has, yeah, and he scored 21 fantasy points, but he got sacked seven times. So the line was an issue. And they'll face Detroit at home. Aaron Rodgers, of course, is a stash. He's at Carolina next week. Minnesota in week 16 at home. At Detroit in week 17. And then I was surprised Jamie's putting, uh, not a huge surprise. Jimmy Garoppolo ahead of Josh McCown. Garoppolo's got the matchup against Houston. Anybody else like Garoppolo better than McCown this week?
0: I'll take McCown. Me too. Yeah. I am back
1: to back, but I think Garoppolo's got a higher ceiling.
2: Uh, Brett Hundley, if you need someone. Deshaun Kaiser. Like, if you were desperate, fourteen-team league, and Kaiser and Eli Manning are out there, who would you guys rather have?
3: Manning. Um, I'll take Kaiser. Yeah, I
0: think I'll take Kaiser. If Tyrod yes. Taylor plays this week <laughs> against the Colts, would you would you trust him? Nope. I would rather start him than Kaiser or Manning.
2: Th- that's fair. And how about Blake Bortles? He's seventy one percent owned. I do think he's the best, one of the best week fifteen and sixteen stashes. Yeah, so
1: I also in the column – I didn't send it to you, but uh three quarterbacks if you want for next week if you're stuck. Uh Garoppolo against Tennessee. Bortles against Houston. He's 72% owned. And Flacco at Cleveland. He's 26% owned.
2: Yeah, yeah. Those are good week 15 stashes. But Bortles this week against Seattle. I mean, Bortles is playing very well. It's weird. Not interested? Yeah. No. All right. Um So you'd go like Eli Manning over Bortles? I would. Hmm. I wonder if Tom Coughlin would. Let's find out. Uh, so week 15. Blaine Gabbard at Washington. But the, no, the, I mean the three that Jamie mentioned are, are, you know, Flacco, Bortles, and Garoppolo. You also have Josh McCown at New Orleans, so you could pick him up for two weeks potentially. If people get sick of Marcus Mariota and they drop him, he's at San Francisco next week. Uh, Tyrod Taylor has Miami. And of course, Aaron Rodgers is the cream of the crop at Carolina, but, but Flacco, Bortles, Garoppolo, Mariota, if he gets dropped, and Josh McCown. Don't, don't forget about him. Let's go to the running backs. So we've got Jamal Williams, shallow leagues. Jamal Williams, Bilal Powell, Theo Riddick, and Danny Woodhead. Williams head and shoulders above the rest, right?
0: Williams is the only one for me that's ahead of this next group we're going to talk about.
2: Okay. Bilal Powell had 18 carries, 48 yards, and a touchdown against the Chiefs. If the Broncos don't have Peco again, then yep. are we starting Bilal Powell and or Matt Forte?
1: Both high-end flex options. You can make a case for Powell as a low-end number two. All right. Why not Forte? Well, I just think Powell's their running downs guy more so than Forte
0: is. And the, the big advantage for Powell is he's been in on short yardage. Now, yep. they don't actually hand it off on short yardage. They just let Josh McCown run. Right, right, right. right. <laughs> but... If they did hand it off one time, and that was something I noticed, because I've seen a lot of things about Josh McCown and how many fantasy points he scored this year. He has five rushing touchdowns.
2: Yeah, it's a good point. Uh, Powell did have a one yard rushing touchdown last week, but, but McCown had two of those. Um, also keep in mind with all the numbers, as Powell had 18 carries last week and Forte had 15, they had the ball for like 43 minutes. So that's not going to happen again. They might win time of possession. That was, I think, the most extreme I've seen all year, time of possession. Maybe it wasn't, but it had to be up there with the Jets just destroying the Chiefs last week. And the Chiefs having those long touchdowns certainly contributed to that. Uh, all right, so then the players that are available in a lot of leagues would be Peyton Barber. He's 4% owned. Great matchup against the t- uh, Tigers, Lions, yeah, whatever, the Lions. The uh, Bengals and Giovanni Bernard are, are facing Chicago. Run defense on the road isn't great. Mike Davis is at Jacksonville. Now, that's tricky, guys. They were not great last week, the Jaguars, but previously they had been four games in a row really good against the run. So is Mike Davis a start this week? Is he behind the Jets, guys? What do you think?
1: He's behind the Jets, guys, but I think he's a strong flex option. He had a tough matchup last week against the Eagles, too, Yep. which is a better run defense just based on paper.
0: Yeah, I think he's a high-end flex option. Yep. Maybe a number two in PPR if you really buy that he's getting the receiving work.
2: All right, and then Kerwin-Williams. So uh, Tennessee, by the way, they just lost their one of their best run defenders. They've had a really good run defense all year, but it might not be nearly as good this week. So there's Kerwin-Williams. We don't know about Adrian Peterson. How come Kerwin-Williams is, is close to the bottom of this list for you, Jamie?
1: Oh, I just think the other guys are better. I don't think it's a bad thing about Kerwin-Williams, but I, I I just going based on what Bruce Arian said and the fact that Peterson was a game-time decision, I would expect of the guys that we've been looking at that could miss he
0: or have missed. He's the closest to coming back. Yeah. Kerwin gotcha. Williams seems like the most likely to just not even get a touch this week, or get two touches. Okay. Yeah.
1: And and keep in mind, this list is not a starter sit list. This is a add list. So I don't like. I I expect Mixon to be out. I expect that even if Martin plays, Barber is still going to get the starting job, or at least the majority of touches there. I don't know why they would go away from him. And then Forte has a great matchup.
2: Hopefully, a great match. Injury dependent, great match. Well,
1: Pecco, I'm just looking at it right now. It was expected last week to miss two weeks.
2: Okay, okay.
1: So then and we'll, Derek, we'll, we'll we assume, don't know
2: about his stats. We'll assume Pecco's out. That's a big that's a big thing. Uh All right, then. So there's some running back. Oh, Tion. That's another Green. reason why
1: I don't really love McCown this week. I think the Jets will run on them.
2: Okay. Uh Tion Green for the Lions had 11 carries, 51 yards, and a touchdown at Baltimore. And he's all right. Listen to this. Tion Green and Theo Riddick. They're both. They're at Tampa Bay. Both, believe it or not, at the same game, uh, and the Buccaneers have allowed 4.8 yards per carry or more to a primary ball carrier in four of their last five games. So they have fallen apart defensively. Uh, all right, let's go to wide receivers. We'll take a look here at uh, the shallower leagues: Nelson Aguilar, Kenny Stills, Robert Woods, Richard Matthews. I have to—I forgot uh, that um, Chris Carson could be back next week. Jamie had mentioned that, but that's a guy to stash at running back. Aguilar, Kenny Stills, Robert Woods, Rashad Matthews. Dave, you haven't spoken in a while. You have anything to say about these guys? And we don't, Robert Woods, not a great chance to play this week, but.
3: No, but when he does come back, you've got to figure he's going to go back to his target hogging ways and that'll be a real good thing for fantasy. So I like him as a stash. I like Rashad Matthews as a stash. Don't know if I would trust him against Arizona. So that leaves Aguilar and Stills. I think I would start, I, I'm tempted to start Aguilar ahead of Stills even though stills is at home looks like he's now the number 1 outside receiver for Miami it's the patriots though and that pass defense has continued to look oh, very yeah. good
2: patriots three straight games without allowing more than eight fantasy points in standard scoring leagues against the raiders dolphins and bills keep that in mind but uh, their pass defense is getting better and uh, all right
3: so it's, it's more than just the last three games i mean that stat is uh, applicable for the last three games right before that but i think they've been really good for a while Defensively,
2: they've been great. Six or seven weeks in a row, for sure. Add these players in shallower leagues. So we did talk about them, but, but it's Mike Wallace, Marquise Goodwin, and Jermaine Curse. Remember Dave went Goodwin, Curse, Wallace. Are we really gonna trust Marquise Goodwin in, in our fantasy playoffs, uh, at Houston?
1: Yeah. Number three receiver? Absolutely.
3: He, he's had eight targets. He's had eight targets before week 13, and he's (laughs) caught two or three or four. I think he had one with six. Not Garoppolo targets. No. Garoppolo targets. Eight for eight, 99 yards. And, you know, Goodwin was known coming into the year as just a shot player. You're going to line him up ten times a game, and you're going to take shots with him on two or three of the plays. He's playing every down for San Francisco. He's leading them in targets, and he's not necessarily running deep routes every time. And he has
0: one game, I mean, zero games with less than six fantasy points in his last four.
3: And he's taken on Houston.
2: I said on Sunday that I would start him over Demarius Thomas. I totally um, agree. I think I might start both of them over Devin Funches. I know I have that decision to make. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Because I, man, the Jets. Thomas. Like I, I remember the stat for Tyree Kill going into the game. It was like it was like X amount of players had seventy or more yards against the Jets. They
1: have a competent quarterback.
2: I know. I know. All right. Well, the bottom line is Goodwin over Demarius and Funchess, right? Yes. Yes. Okay. So Jermaine Curse, Martavis Bryant, D.D. Westbrook has been all right lately. Six catches for 78 yards and Seattle coming to town.
0: He actually leads Jacksonville in targets since Alan Hearns went out.
3: Well, about that? Uh Dontrell But isn't that a little bit because Marquise Lee had the Patrick Peterson game? Mm-hmm. Yes. So that that's the reason why. Did he have more than Marquise Lee last week? Yeah, I can look that up. Might I have,
2: actually. He had nine targets. Right. I, I don't know. Lee had the better game. Lee did. Uh, Dontre Inman caught a touchdown last week. He's at Cincinnati this week. And Adam Jones got hurt. Did Adam Jones come back in the game? I don't think he did. No. No, he, he yeah. took his
0: pads off immediately, which isn't a great sign.
2: Yeah, he got hurt. Um, if you need Ryan Grant, maybe if you need someone deep leagues, Ryan Grant, Trent Taylor, Trent Taylor, 1% owned and involved last week with 92 yards on six targets.
3: Another benefactor of Jimmy Garoppolo going under center for the 49ers. Mm-hmm. And he's
2: it's at- amazing what a
3: competent quarterback will do for your team.
2: And Cordarrelle Patterson. Why some of these
3: other squads didn't trade a second round pick for Garoppolo?
2: If uh, If Amari Cooper is out again, Cordero Patterson is at Kansas City. They allow the most fantasy points to wide receivers. And and then I just have to ask: like, is there any Buffalo receiver you'd be interested in starting against
0: the Colts? No. Uh Is Tyrod playing? Yeah. If
2: If, if Tyrod's playing,
3: I'd give Zay a shot if Tyrod plays. Zay or Deontay Thompson.
1: What am I saying? Benjamin can return to It's just messy.
3: Yeah. And you're in the fantasy playoffs. You probably have a good team if you're still playing fantasy in week 14. (laughs) You're not going to need Deontay Thompson. But we've got,
0: I mean, we've got a 14 team league where you start three wide receivers and a flex. You might have to start somebody like that.
3: It's a good matchup. We've talked about guys that are out there who I think are better than a Bills wide receiver.
0: Yeah. It's It's just, these guys
3: are all owned in that league. I would take them. Hmm? These guys are all owned in that league. All Which right. one? The 14
2: teamer? Go. Alright guys, let's go to tight ends. Tight ends, we got Hunter Henry, who's playing great lately, has the Redskins, we got Austin Safarian Jenkins with the Broncos, we got Jason Witten, and Jack Doyle. Jack Doyle struggled last week, but are we gonna be, uh, back on the Doyle train at Buffalo?
1: Yeah, mm. if you're stuck. I mean, look,
0: I started over with Dwayne Allen. Sure. There's certainly are, there are not 12 tight ends I like better.
3: Right.
2: Alright, but would you start? Cameron Brayt, Stephen Anderson, or Ricky Seals Jones over Jack Doyle?
3: Yes. Yes.
0: I, I believe I would start
1: Braight, yes. Seals Jones, uh, yes. See for me Braight, yes, the rest of them.
2: All right. So so Brayton Anderson Jones, that's how Jamie ranks or Seals Jones. Brayt Anderson Jones, um Dave Heath, why don't you guys rank them? Brayt Anderson Jones. I'm the Jones. same.
3: Brayt, Anderson, Seals Jones, Doyle. Seals Jones, Brayt Anderson.
2: I gotta stop saying Jones. I just don't want to remind Dave of BABY! Sorry, Dave.
3: Your voice cracked. <laughs> I
2: did. It's too early to sing Seal. It's too early. Uh, David Njoku. Trey Burton. I think I'd go Burton over Njoku. Controversial? Not if Hurts is
0: out, no. I don't a problem with it. Alright. The problem is, like, you have to make that decision tonight, and there's a chance Hurts is back. And I'd probably go Dwayne Allen over Njoku. No. 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 no.
2: Dwayne Allen with zero targets in the one game that Gronk missed. And he played 68% of the snaps. Uh, alright, and then DSTs. So we got the, the Bengals that Heat's not quite as high on as Dave and Jamie. The Jets, the Colts, the Packers, the Bills, uh, the Bills, uh, the Colts, Yeah, the Colts I mentioned. That's if the, it's Tara Terra's out, excuse me. Uh, the Buccaneers if Stafford's out. It's not a lot of great DSTs. But it's great matchups. And and then, like the Broncos are just so bad. Every single week, they're giving up good fantasy numbers to opposing DSTs. So don't be afraid of the Jets, 13% owned. And just in case the Broncos DST themselves, they're 85% owned, which is the same as Josh Gordon in shallower leagues. Maybe you go with the Broncos against the Jets. Um, all right, week 15 DSTs. I got Miami at Buffalo, and I got Buffalo against Miami the Saints against the Jets, the Eagles if anybody drops them. Uh the Eagles are at the Giants. Tennessee is at San Francisco. Atlanta is at Tampa Bay, I like that one a lot. So the Dol the, the Fa- I think the Falcons, what's the Falcons ownership percentage?
3: Um, it's fairly low, I believe. It's going to go down. Right.
2: Right. I mean they had the Vikings Tomorrow. and and now the Saints, so two of the toughest matchups. They're only 33% right. owned. That's actually legitimately one I might be looking to stash at Tampa Bay
3: <clears throat> in week 15. You what about the Lions, it? home against Chicago? I'd be fine with that, yeah. Okay. What about the Raiders? Who do they have? No, they had a good matchup last week at home. Stunk.
2: Who do they have, the Raiders, next week?
3: Uh, They are – Oh, I read it wrong. No, I didn't. They've got Dallas at home. That's not good. That's not going to be good. No, it's... I don't know why I wrote the Raiders. Nah. Never mind.
2: Forget the Raiders. How about Raiders the Cowboys suck?
3: against the Raiders?
2: I don't think so. I don't know. I think yeah. if, I'm 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 all about the Falcons right now for Week 15. Yeah. So that's that's one to look into for sure.
3: Don't they typically struggle when they play at Tampa Bay though?
2: I don't know. You know that better than I would. And uh, there you go. There's some some Week 15 stuff for you. And we will. I think let's just, yeah, you know what, let's just, let's just get the hell out of here. We'll talk to you guys tomorrow. We'll do some more week 16 stuff tomorrow if you want to stash for week 16. Uh, good luck. And, I, goodbye. This is just awful. Should I sing Seal again? We're back to
3: having terrible
2: endings. Terrible outros, just the worst. That's my trademark. For Dave, for Jamie, for Heath, I'm Adam. Talk to you tomorrow. Bye.